Cherry Podcast. I'm Sabrina. And I'm Savannah. And we are your ghost hosts. This week, we're talking about skeletons. Spooky, scary, maybe a tad anatomically incorrect and Halloween-y skeletons. It's time to hear those bones jangle. Join us as we dive into a little history of skeletons and why we have the option to buy a 12-foot one from Home Depot. Oh my gosh, so many thoughts <laughs> just ran through my mind because you know how much I love skeletons. <laughs> I didn't know you could buy a 12 foot one from what? Home it's $300. Worth every penny, honestly. <laughs> oh it's massive. It's like two adult people standing on top of one's shoulders. Oh, have that's... you not seen them in people's yards? No. I saw one literally yesterday in someone's yard. Shut up. I'm really? not even joking. Yeah, it was somebody had, I, I can't even, where did, where even was I yesterday? I don't even know where I was. I think in Indianapolis. I don't think I traveled this weekend. That's fine. You were teleported um, out. It's all good. Yeah, I was, oh, oh, okay. We went tubing yesterday. We went mm-hmm. tubing. So we were driving to the tubing place and um, someone had a 12 foot skeleton in their yard and then mm-hmm. a regular six foot one right beside it. And it was beautiful and magical. Oh, that's lovely. That is so yeah. fun. I've never seen one in person, but I'm like, why is it? Why? And $300 is just crazy. It's it's steep. It's <laughs> Home Depot. You can be a little bit more inclusive with those prices. Do you think? Yeah. Geez. <laughs> get my student discount at Home Depot. I freak if you can't, I think Home Depot needs to change their like what about um college students getting houses? You know, college students get houses and they need to buy stuff for their houses. I know. And I'm just saying be a little bit more in the Halloween spirit, Home mm-hmm. Depot, please. Mm-hmm. You they already sell hay bales. So why wouldn't you lower the Make- price of your skeleton? Make the 12 foot skeleton $13 for Halloween. Thank you. Or maybe 31 if you want to take that route. That's fine. Could you imagine just like seeing a little kid climb up that in someone's yard and you're like, hmm. Is it blow up? No, it's like an actual skeleton thing that you like have to. I wonder what it's made out of. If you have to put it in the ground. Yeah. It's probably uh, like really hard. Pla- Hold on. I'm going to look it up. It's like really hard plastic. Like- you have that in your house and then a storm blows through like what we've been having all summer and you just have bones scattered around your yard and like on the roof and stuff honestly that's they're out of stock right now that's sad rude honestly i'm just Um, concerned i'm very concerned and also would insurance cover this like would they cover a skeleton coming through your roof i don't know probably not i would have to imagine i i don't imagine them writing that on the policy um i i put a regular six foot skeleton on zach and i's wedding registry and he made me take it off (laughs) he didn't make me he's for the family i was peer pressured into taking it off i'll say that because he was like really do we need to put that on our registry and i was like yeah i kind of feel like i need it on the registry okay (laughs) and then it's been like a back and forth thing for a while every time he sees it on the registry he's like <laughs> and oh, so dear. I I finally took it off today and I was like fine but like one year for my birthday get it for me Zach I feel like you should I feel like this is just the best the best gift one could ever receive I can't even get the photo off of Home Depot to show <laughs> you okay well before we jump into this episode I want to quiz you ah, 
I love quizzes. Are you ready? Let's yeah. throw it back to college time. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, how many bones are there in the human body? 203, four. Are you missing some? I don't know. <laughs> 200 and 226? No, 206. So you're good. Oh, I was close. Do you know? Yep, it's 206 bones. Do you know how many bones babies are born with? Um, 26. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Is um, <that> babies <laughs> are born with 300 bones. I, I was thinking that they started out with very little and then they grew more. <laughs> that no. makes sense that they start out with more and they merge. <laughs> it's because... And you know, when we get birthed, um, it's quite painful for who's birthing us. So um our bones are a little scattered out and they're not that hard, so it's easier to be birthed. Um, but once we get <laughs> once we get older, they start fusing together like our skull and stuff. That makes more sense than what I said. <laughs> 26. Um, do you know where the smallest bone in your body is? Um, is it your pinky bone? It's not your pinky. <laughs> There's one even smaller than that. Okay, let me take another guess. Okay, uh, your tooth bone? <laughs> no, my <laughs> teeth are pretty small, though. If you think about it, I know. is it is it your phalanges? No. <laughs> the bone you just guessed <laughs> yeah but i do your toe phalange ones <laughs> no no what it's your, it? it's an ear bone you got a i didn't a bone in there i thought that those were all cartilage no there's um a couple bones in our ears that help um kind of figure things out back there and <laughs> it's okay you could tell I went to nursing school. Um, I can, and, and that's the smallest bones are in the back there. Um, Aww. okay, I've got three more for you. I love this. Keep going. Okay. Um, where is your largest bone? Femur. Good job. Yeah, I knew that one. Is the largest bone? Um, fun fact, because this isn't a quiz. I lied. Aww. You only got one more left. Um, more than half of our bones are in our hands and feet. So there's 106 bones between both of our hands and both of our feet that doesn't make much sense <laughs> well you've got like eight in your palms alone and then you've what? got like or is it your wrist yeah your wrist you have like eight bones eight little mini bones in your wrist the human body is pretty fascinating it's really i can't cool. think too much about it because i'm like whoa <laughs> there's a whole skeleton under here i know it's really creepy to think about um what are what's your strongest bone? A great question. Your hip bone? <laughs> My hip. <laughs> um wait. Your sternum? <laughs> you didn't like that answer very much. The thing that your... breaks when you get CPR. Okay, okay, hold on. That wasn't my final guess. My final okay. guess is your thigh bone. <laughs> your skull. Your skull. Our teeth. Nuh-uh. 
I mean, maybe I not yours. I was getting ready to say. Strongest bones. No way. I just teeth. broke one. <laughs> yep. Our strongest bones are teeth. Isn't that cool? I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> well, according to WebMD, that's the truth. So. <laughs> um, thank you guys for playing. Let us know in the comments if you got any of those right or wrong, or if any of them fascinated you, because I I knew some of these. I didn't know the one about the hands and feet. I thought that was creepy. That was like real weird. Yeah, yeah. And then I did not like the one about the ear because I did got it you wrong. like? Did you also think that there were twenty six bones in a baby's body? <laughs> no, um, I didn't know there were a few more than that. <laughs> that was crazy. Um, I love it. This episode, we're gonna we're gonna get into the history of skeletons, and then we're gonna get into why Halloween's kind of in them, which. I mean, if you think about it, it's a little self-explanatory, right? Like skeletons are creepy, death, Halloween, mm-hmm. but there's some weird shit about <laughs> skeletons and bones um, and kind of like their progression in history. So Sabrina, are I you love ready that. to dive in? Let's dive in. The number of bones in the body was not always certain. So like some people thought there were 26. <laughs> I was I was one of the first scientists <laughs> to discover that there are not 26 bones in the body. You're correct. There's a little bit more than that. Um so we know we have 206, although medieval writers tended to add a few more. Some claimed 229, while others claimed 228, two more than women who had 226. Here's what I don't get about this. How are they guessing? Like, didn't they just have people die and they would, like, count the bones? And, like, where did they get from 206 to 229? We're going to get into it. I'm sorry. I got ahead of myself. (laughs) So people thought that women had more bones because of uh, Christianity Um, Mm -hmm. when god created adam and eve he took part of adam's side and put it into eve which we think's the rib bone but now everyone's mostly equal there's only like one percent of the population now that has like one extra rib bone that's interesting i wonder like why that is like they didn't hit evolution right like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that witch ain't got no ass wow Huh, I guess evolution just didn't hit that one. <laughs> oh my god. Well, don't let Sabrina know if you have an extra rib in there. <laughs> Medieval bones were a little different than what we think of now. Some of the skull bones were misshapen and skulls had square jaws more. So I included some pictures of some of the first drawings of skulls. I don't know why the other one's doing a squat. And we'll include these on our socials. But I think the first one's interesting. Like, could you imagine having more of a square jaw? I mean, obviously we've evolved over time according to Sabrina. So <laughs> now we don't have like that perfect like wonder chin, the square wonder like, chin. Wonder chin. I've got a bigger one. So I don't know. I don't know what is happened. Is that cartilage in there. or is that bone structure? Like this bone is the shape of it. And so then... you have more of like that square than I do. I guess. Yeah. 
The second one is hilarious. Um, it looks like he has three tiny, skinny little bones holding his thighs together. <laughs> like the skinniest bones that don't support you at all. That's yeah. He's a little cringy. Um, the other guy, he's holding his buddies in his hands and he's he got is. a cross for eyeballs. So he I don't does. know what's going on. It's a perfect sphere for a head. <laughs> So I didn't get to include this on the script, but some of the ways that they try to get skeletons is what you were asking about is they would have to boil people um, and strip. Basically, it's kind of like an animal, you know, like you have to boil the meat and kind of like strip that. So that way you could get to the bone. So they wouldn't just wait for them to decompose and then dig them up later. No, no, they Mm -hmm. would wait for them to die and then they'd go in and they'd start cutting and my way sounds more humane (laughs) yeah but you know this is back in middle times so when that was going boiled bodies yeah they boiled bodies so they get they could get the bones and maybe that's why they were counting wrong or maybe they were cutting too much and they had that is wild yeah wow you could have given me a million guesses and i never would have thought they did that (laughs) bones are very self-healing so anytime you break a bone um they tend to kind of heal um Mm -hmm. they can heal better on their own but even in the 1400s we already had solves braces and contraptions that immobilized bones so they could heal interesting i know it's like some really early medicine that we've still stuck to um in the case of hip dislocations hip's not the strongest bone the lower legs would be bound at the shins in a small animal skin bag inflated between the thighs, popping pelvic joints back into position. That sounds so uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe that. Mm-hmm. To palpate or extend the patient's spine, elaborate wooden racks would be employed in conjunction with the surgeon's body weight. They were like, you know, just, hmm, I'm just like, yeah. in there. <laughs> Um, and then they would do the stretches, you know, those like medieval stretches. And oh, I've seen those. (laughs) (laughs) Um, as you can imagine, it didn't really do any long-term things, but it relieved some pressure on the nerves. Um, it could help the the patient with some relief. So I don't believe that those look terrifying. Have you ever broke a bone before? I have broken several bones. Really? <laughs> yes. I've broke part of my spine and some toes and a finger. Part of your spine? <laughs> <laughs> when was this? In high school. How did you do it? I had a, I was playing softball and I had a girl, um, she was pitching and I was catching and I turned around and she thought it'd be funny to try to like throw a ball at the cage to try to scare me. But she's, <gasps> she got my back. That is crazy. Yeah. And oh boy, was that painful. So yeah. I get some pains every now and then. But yeah. I can believe it. That's scary. Have uh, you so you bone? said, no, knock on wood. Um, I hope I never do. I am currently growing a bone though, right now. Um, when they pulled my tooth, the bone has to grow back where the tooth was it has to grow and fuse so they can drill a hole in there and then drill a drill in there and then like a an implant is what they call it it's like it looks like a screw they screw like basically a screw in there and then they put the tooth on that screw 
I'm not excited for what I have to do here in a few months. <laughs> I'm so glad we have anesthesia. Like, can oh, you imagine gosh. back in middle times when people Dude. just had them ripped out of their face? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just, I, if I lived back then, I just would be a person that never got tooth stuff done. <laughs> like, I just wouldn't. I know. And then you would die of gum disease and infection. I guess you like, yeah, but like, I guess you don't know anything else. Like, they, they didn't invent like they probably had some stuff they probably used like clove oil for numbing i imagine but it would still be bad like with happy gas i don't really know what's going on exactly while they're doing all that stuff and thank goodness for that i've never had to do any of that so thank God. um if you ever have to get a dental surgery procedure done do take the happy gas it is it makes it so much easier. It really does. Like you're sitting there and you're just like, I, I've told my dentist multiple times whenever I've been on happy gas, you do anything to my mouth right now. And I wouldn't care. <laughs> like truly you are so like starlight through it all, which is, it's amazing because I, I am so scared of the dentist. It's awful. I wonder if back then they used to just knock people out with bricks or something. They could have. Yeah, they could have. And then they put the animal bag in between their legs. Oh my god! Or in their mouth. That sounds awful. Yeah, that's really devastating. Yeah, sorry, that was a side note. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so the near constant appearance of bones in medieval cultures of death contrasted with the more hopeful concerns of physicians who believe they could tend to and resurrect a live skeleton. No. <laughs> So they thought if they could build it, maybe they could try to like bring that part back. They were trying to be spooky times. Yeah, they were trying to be spooky times. So this is where it starts. Ooh. They are literally spooky, scary skeletons. They are spooky, scary skeletons. Well, they're trying to make them. Um, in the Middle Ages, this was likely their most direct and visible role. Um, a sign of people's private and public relationship to the reality of living and dying. Mm, you gotta think like. I'm going to look like that when I die and it's already yeah. in me. And that's the only thing that's going to be left. So it made people like really freak out and think about what's going on in life. That's why I don't think about it too heavily. I'm like, I skeletons know. are simply Halloween. That's it. <laughs> um, the last resting place of bones could be immensely significant. A scene of anguish, joy, recollection, and spiritual interchange between the dead and the living. So designating where one intended to put their bones was something most people did while they were still living mm -hmm. um, as they reached old age or disease. So this is starting to think when you were going to be buried, if you wanted to be cremated, you could kind of think of those things. I don't think they were doing that back then, but burying people or mm -hmm. like doing some more ceremonies with them. Right. But... Given their affluence and ease of travel, it was not uncommon for kings, queens, sultans, and emperors to die from a very crucial political center of the empire. So, like, they're traveling around wherever they're ruling, and they die somewhere that's not home. Yeah. Yeah. So, and because their bodies may have significant, like, dynasty currencies, like, people want to go and, like, give things to mm -hmm. the dead person and things like that um their followers and their nation successors may face the onerous task of transporting the remains from some distance to a suitable location for the burial so imagine there's like a very important person they pass mm -hmm. and now they're like 
miles and miles and miles away from where they need to be. And back in the day, they didn't have cars or airplanes Mm -hmm. to help transport. So they had to throw these people in wagons and kind of haul them for like days and weeks and months. You imagine like that would start to smell like, oh, and it does. And it does. Well, you remember the Egyptians used to do embalming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that didn't just stay with Egypt. So um, moving bodies across continents, on the other hand, is, it's very difficult. Um, but after the death of Charles the Bald, which I would think he's balding, according to the picture. Yeah. But bald in the Alpine village in 877. There's wow. no commas in the number. Um, His body was trigger warning gutted and filled with aromatic preservatives salt and wine in order for it to be returned intact to the cathedral of saint denis more than 300 miles away listen fill me with wine once i die honestly <laughs> that sounds amazing i'm trying throw to some say- butter in there too while you're at it okay so imagine like from indianapolis mm-hmm. trying to take him to canada that'd be <laughs> crazy oh my god on gosh, your feet on your feet with the horses that would be wild yep so unfortunately the body it started to stink people were getting nauseated and it was so intense that the king's crew could only convey him as far as nantua which was you know not as close um a particularly dedicated and daring monk returned to the capital and came with his body seven years later took them seven years to get him where he was supposed to be wow that is so wild i can't believe that yep well such removal has become more efficient throughout the years thank goodness it remains a monumental task so king louis the eighth of france died in 1266 his attendants had to face a voyage of comparable difficulty and distance To save the noses of those who bore his bones, the corpse was salted, covered in wax and cloth, and sealed in a cowhide. Oh my gosh. That's how important. So when I first read this, I was like, I don't know if this means more literal or like he had to get buried with the noses. Silly me. That was just to save their noses. Yeah. (laughs) We needed to get his bones back. The bones were very important. Therefore, he had to get sewn up in a cowhide. That's crazy. Yep. Um, Because medieval bones were such powerful emblems of death, they might also be transformed into more imaginative objects. Um, John Lingate's Middle English Poetry, The Dance of Death, was written in the early 15th century. So this is kind of the first time where people are kind of taunting death a little bit, making Mm -hmm. it more easy to deal with. And so I included the painting for you. Um, Mm. His poem is just basically like death comes and takes everyone. And like in the picture, like from emperor to king, laborer, child, like death comes for all. And then they're dancing with the skeletons. That's a cool image. I like it. Yeah, it's a little freaky. That's cool. <laughs> um, so it just kind of makes it feel pretty more modern than gory. Um, mm-hmm. And even though medieval was really dark and gloomy, because of course, like they're boiling people, trying right. to snap these bones back into place, doing crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and even 
bones are kind of creepy looking. Um, but the representations were not supposed to just be scary. They've got a lot of religious ties to them, obviously taking care of monarchs and big leaders. Um, right. And also from breaking the bones and studying them, boiling skin off people. No biggie. Um, yeah. They were able to curate medicine too. So oh, great. Yeah. What an impact it has. Okay. We so, love medicine. Woo. Let's skip over that. So although medieval bones, morbid objects, they're linked to death, agony of sadness, anguish, and grieving. It gets better. We um, love that. They're also sacred, respectful, maybe even hopeful, and much like our Halloween decorations today. Yes. More fun. Okay, so yes. how do skeletons and Halloween become so connected, you may ask? I always ask. Okay, well, the origins of Halloween, as we know, part of an old Celtic fall holiday is celebrated in the nights when they become longer than days. We know this already. However, Sabrina, did you know... To ward against the dark, the revelers would build bonfires, literally bone fires. <gasps> That's where it comes from. And they would dress no. up in costumes to ward off spirits. So they would set bones on fire. How do, do bones even ignite? Like you do. Really? You can burn, you can burn a whole body. I but mean, I it's, thought it's going to get hot. I thought if you burn a body, the bones are still there they are not um they are not away from fire like they can be burnt up they, they can they can yes i thought the only way that you get rid of bones is when the feeding them, them from the pigs <laughs> that's no. what i thought no you can you can burn them wow i did not know that yeah so literally bonfires were bonefires that is crazy. Wow. And so, for example, archaeologists have discovered some well-preserved human remains, including skin and clothes, dating back 10,000 years in Scandinavian peat bogs. Mm-hmm. Just- oh, my gosh. <gasps> bog bog waters? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, I have... Oh, it's one of our listeners, Keely. Uh-huh. Shout out to Keely. Um, she taught me about bogs, like bog water Bog mm-hmm. bodies is what she called them. Yeah. And it's crazy. The bodies are like completely preserved. It yep. is wild. Yep. Wow. She wanted us to do an episode on that. So we might have to. We may need to because they're back even from 10,000 years. And, you know, they're picking up bodies that have been really well preserved. But also they've revealed a lot of brutal deaths like nooses, stab wounds, and the disappearance of heads. Oh, well, that's comforting. So people trying to, you know, keep skulls. So across Europe, centuries old bones that were buried face down, tied in leg shackles or handcuffs or held down with metal stakes and hefty stones have been discovered. Wow. Yep. Were those precautions taken to keep vampires and witches at bay? (gasps) I never would have even thought about that. Wow. We have to think about it, Sabrina. We have to. Nobody knows. But the concept is horrifying. It is. It's also very sad. It's very sad. Um, and it was likely even more so for people at the time who were unaware of bacterial and viral infections were prone to attribute death to ghost and magic. Of course. Yes. Bibbidi bobbidi. So it's unclear when the portrayal of the human skull originally became associated with death, like skeletons. Yes, we know it. But when you think mm-hmm. of skull too, like skull and crossbones, pirates. Yeah. You think of that and you think death. 
Um, this depiction dates back to again early Christian era. Um, era. Era. <laughs> I'm in my era. Era. Um, <laughs> a tabletop mosaic discovered at Pompeii depicts a human skull beneath a carpenter's square and plump bob, which represent death. Um, skulls and crossed thigh bones became began to appear in catacomb crypts in Italy during that century and then several hundred years later crusader knights acquired the skull and crossbone symbol for their banners possibly co-opting and ferocious and gravity inspiring motif from pirates roaming around the caribbean interesting they've been around they've been signaling death and then i think of pirates and halloween and then oh 100 percent pirates does it all pirates own the cross bolt cross what is it skull and crossbones yes i wanted to say crossbow like my mind was only thinking crossbow and i was like it's not a crossbow it's not a crossbow now we know how skeletons got associated with halloween let's dive into how they got so accepted into modern culture um by the middle ages skeletons began conveying messages of remembrance um so we're shifting from pirates now we're getting more into funeral art um archaeological details um paintings on canvases and then they got even more just normal but not really a part of halloween as much um memento mori um he just made a couple paintings so he's cool um cool yes and as we go down painters in the 18th century also began to lighten up with skulls um like vincent van gogh he painted a skeleton that was smoking a cigarette and picasso made a really wonky looking skeleton that looked a little loppy that's so cool i didn't know they had painted skeletons i like the skeleton with the cigarette that's that's kind of crazy so now in today's culture we have very famous skeletons we've got jack from the nightmare before christmas ghost rider dry bones from super mario um the terminator and then finally we have skelly the 12 foot tall skeleton from <laughs> nice you like love jack from the nightmare before christmas i don't just you? i like the movie i'm not like when a i'm not getting his decorations i mean we have like a poster of it that's decorations <laughs> <laughs> but I, I know you don't like movies like that uh i stop motion freaks me out stop motion is one of my fears actually <laughs> i don't I like stop cool. motion there's so much a lot of people that do. Has to go in I respect it. I respect the hell out of like stop motion production because it is time consuming and like you got to do a lot for it. That doesn't change the fact that it's freaking terrifying for me. I'm sorry. But Sabrina, we went over the history of skeletons. We went over how they're associated with Halloween. We went over pop culture. What do you think about skeletons? I love skeletons. Skeletons are one of my top favorite symbols of Halloween. Um, I think there are so many fun things associated with skeletons for Halloween. I love the spooky, scary skeleton song. Shout out to Zach who showed that to me for the first time. (laughs) I remember I was really sad one night and he was like, let me show you something. And he pulled up that song. (laughs) I can show you the world. Literally. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I love when people decorate with skeletons. Like I said earlier in the episode, I want to be the type of person that has like 
five to 10 skeletons that do goofy things in the front lawn every Halloween. Cause I love people. Like I love people decorating with them. I think it's so cool. Um, there are 10 on there. 10 out of 10 for me. What about you? They're, they're 10 out of 10 for me for sure. I like skeletons. I think they're cool. I think it's weird mm-hmm. to think about how maybe we've like evolved from not having as many to like how many we have now. And mm-hmm. then I had no idea that we used to set bones on fire. I, I didn't know we boiled bodies to get <laughs> bones. That's kind of wild. The bone fire bonfire is so cool. That is the coolest fact of the night for sure. Thank you. Wow. I just found it. So give credit to our references at the bottom of our show notes. But yes, yes. we don't recommend bone fires, by the way. That's not no, we, we think it's cool, but like we do not suggest anybody does them. And the reference didn't specify if they were animal bones or I hope bones. they were animal bones. Which I'm thinking as part of Halloween, they were probably animal bones because when we mm-hmm. think about witches brews, we think about they want animal bones. And like they used to use like animal skulls and animal hides, animal fur, like to decorate their bodies in these costumes to like trick the spirits that they thought were coming so that makes sense that they would use the bones as well for sure for sure for yeah sure. it was just a little quippy one like here's some education and then about i love that. it great job great job thank you savannah how many days do we have left until halloween 85 bitch we got 85 days. a whole 85 days mm-hmm. that's crazy that's so wild. wow 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 a little it over two like... months from now that's I, I think i read um or saw a video the other day that was like 14 fridays till halloween or something and i was like wow when you put it in perspectives like that it's crazy but still Say 85 seems like nothing less. that's amazing i'm so excited i've already seen the halloween decor going up and that's what inspired the episode but I went Love to it. Walmart the other day and I was like, oh my God, it's here. It's it is here. here. It's it is here. And I'm really excited. I got a pumpkin candle and everything. Oh, I also got some candles. So oh I'm right there God. with you. I feel it. It's feel it. It's in the air. She's here. Fall and some leaves have started changing. I've noticed that. Just which a little is kind kiss of wild. Just yeah, a little it's a kiss. kiss of it. It's fine. Yes, for sure. But it's beautiful. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. We love it here. Well, Thank you for listening to our episode. If you liked it, you can subscribe to our podcast anywhere that you listen to your podcast. You can also give us a five-star rating because you know, Sav and I love those. I so do. I can... eat them up. Sav, she eats them up. They're her favorite snack. <laughs> uh, you can leave us a five-star rating on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, or on Facebook. Speaking of our Facebook page, you can follow us on Facebook at Slightly Scary Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at slightly scary 13 and on tiktok and instagram at slightly scary pod until next time wait savannah has something i'm sorry you know twitter is now x right oh my gosh i know (laughs) twitter is x you can follow us on x it's a silly little goofy little thing that elon musk is doing um you can follow us on x at slightly scary 13 Can you tell my opinions about it? <laughs> yeah, I saw the update. Gage was like, I'm not updating my phone because the bird is still here. And I'm like, okay, babe. I know. Keep it for as long as possible, Gage. Respect. Um, until next time, keep it scary. Slightly scary. Do you see? Oh my gosh, that's terrifying. I love it. 
Look at that face. Why? Why? What, does it say what it's made out of? It has LED eyes. Yeah, look at it. Eye. Look at the Holy eyes. Crap, that's, that's awesome. Wild. Um, makes a spine tingling centerpiece. You can use it indoors. You can like uh, decorate how? it like a Christmas tree. How are you fitting that indoors? <laughs> uh, bougie people with uh, thirteen feet ceilings. Yes, you're right about that. Um, battery operated. I want to be the that. type of person that has like five to 10 skeletons and I set them up in different positions every year for Halloween. You know, so they have a 12 foot witch. She has no legs. <laughs> <laughs> she has no butt either. I don't know how she's how she's alive right now. This is a very inclusive witch. It is. <laughs> oh my gosh what a wild thing they have an I eight know. foot spider we're getting so off topic with i think this is really they have a six foot what is this six foot a, <gasps> horse. It looks like the thestral <laughs> from harry potter it's a horse and the that eyes glow up that's awesome that's a thestral that's not a horse that's a thestral i've declared okay um sav have yeah. you been watching i think you should leave no tim robinson okay drop literally stop this episode right now and go watch go binge the entire thing i'm surprised you haven't i haven't i have not i just have well, not had time i will there's okay please do there's a song that he sings in one of the skits because there it's like very similar to the curl show if you've ever watched the curl show um where it's like okay well it's <laughs> It's like one guy, Tim Robinson, and he has a bunch of skits. It's like 15 minute long episodes. And there's like every skits like a minute to like five minutes or whatever. And he's in almost every single one of them. But it's like his show. And one of them, he sings a song about skeletons. And it's like, the bones are their money. Also, <laughs> the worms are their money. They will pull your hair up, but not out. And it oh, my is God. I've been singing that song for the past like three weeks since I've watched that episode. It's incredible. And I'll, I'll send you a link. Please so do. You can... I would have included it in the script had I known that that ever it's okay. Existed. I'm going to send you a link. I'll post a link on our Facebook page for our listeners. Cause it's, it's too good. It's simply too good. <laughs> um, bones are very self healing. <laughs> Bounds. I love you. I love you so much. You, you're my favorite. We're never gonna get through this episode. I'm we're so not, sorry. We're, we're, we're doing it. You're making me giggle too much. Okay, I'm sorry. 